Hi there. In this episode, we've got a little bit of this. Joey, stop it. The cat courts controversy and drama. And a little bit of that. (sighs) Another weekend in the garden. Why does it grow over the winter? You'd think you'd be let off the hook a bit. So I've just come into the greenhouse because it's a nice cosy place to be and it's a bit chilly outside so there's no other reason I should really be doing this maybe in the house but um, I've got a really large box cardboard box that's been delivered with the exciting words on the outside fragile live plants now they've been weighing heavily on my mind over the last 24 hours since they were delivered because I haven't opened them yet I haven't had a minute to open them I've been worrying about them in the dark uh, without any sunshine or or water. I don't know what state they're in. So I'm going to open the box right now and reveal what's inside. Uh, the tape isn't quality tape. That's annoying, isn't it? It's coming off in bits. Oh, there we go. Got a nice run at it. So we've got 10 pyracanthus plants. They grow at about 40 centimetres a year. And what I'm hoping they'll do is provide a hedge, a low hedge, I don't want to go big on it, uh, between us and the neighbours. We've got these kind of driveways in front of our 1930s semis, quite short driveways. There's no turning circle (laughs) in our driveway. And there's nothing in between them. And to be honest, there's a lot of crap on their driveway. And I'm not into that. I'm not into looking at other people's, you know, piles of stuff. And I think it'd be nice to have something there. But I didn't want privet hedge. Because there's enough of that around, isn't there? It's a bit boring. And it was our first podcast episode, this new season. um, We had Andrew from the Lodge Garden in Cheshire talking about pyracanthus. And I looked it up because I like the name, frankly, pyra. It's got to be to do something with fire. And canthus, well, that's the Latin for all of us are able, isn't it? Like can, can, us can. Yeah, so uh, I'm making that up, by the way. Turns out it's this gorgeous white flowering prickly hedgerow with red berries all over it which attract the birds and the bees and then we have greater harmony in the world of course with all of that good stuff and something nice to look at that's better than privet. So let's have a look at these. Oh they're, they're, they're bigger than 10 centimetres. I'd say that was a nice a nice half metre high actually once it's got going they'll look really scrawny when i first put them in and that is going to be a bit of a spiky job i have to say the really massive thorns are sticking out of the plastic already they've got 10 pots in there they look like they haven't been too badly affected by 24 hours in the dark but i want to get those into the ground asap to start spreading them out i think you plant them something like 45 centimeters apart and then they begin to merge hopefully and then you can well, this is my fantasy anyway. This, then you can sort of like trim them into position and create yourself a lovely hedge. And if you're interested in creating a security hedge for your property, uh, the thorns on them are going to deter anyone from hedge hopping or jumping into your garden, apparently. That's what I read on the internet anyway. I told you you didn't come here for expertise. You want to make a move in the garden, but it requires a few more moves before you can actually get there. So I'm going to remove big nice lime coloured vibrant plant which I'm going to transplant from the front to the back can't remember the name of it obviously 
I want to say it's like a curry plant or it's got some sort of smell about it with little white flowers on it which smell lovely. I don't know what it is because I nicked it from someone's garden. I was coming home from the pub one night and I didn't nick the whole thing. I'm not like a thief, but I saw this big plant and it was a, it was the luminosity of it in the night sky as I walked home from the pub was very attractive and appealing and it smelt really good as well. And so I just nicked a twig of it. I just nicked a twig and I, drew, I grew a cutting from it. It's my only cutting success. And now it's this huge mass of lovely bright lime leaves. So what's happening in your garden? Gabby's been in touch. Hello, I'm Gabby Woodward from London in England. And this week in the garden, I have 500 daffodils, which I planted back in September in my small urban space coming into full bloom. I'm also a passionate kitchen gardener and recently I set up The Gourmet Garden which is a blog series where I share small space veg growing plans. So far I've shared the barbecue, pizza and salad growing plans with my Instagram and Twitter community. And this week for the series I'll be planting and sharing how I grow my own ingredients for herbal teas in a space that's just the size of a doormat. It will cover everything from sowing seeds to drying the plants and turning them into tea. It's amazing how much can be grown in a small space if you just take the time to plan it out. Growing veg and herbs can often be seen as complicated, but it's really quite simple. And if you grow food yourself, the taste is so superior to veg found in the supermarket. So just grab a packet of seeds and get growing. My top tip would be not to plant the seeds too deep. As a golden rule, seeds should be covered just the depth of the seed. For more similar tips and growing plans, you can follow me on Instagram at gabby.grows. Oh, that all sounds delicious. I'm going to check out that blog. Wow, what's happening now? Joey, stop it. No, no. Oh, God. Right, so we've got basically a massively puffed up puffball of a cat. Hairs on edge. Whoa. In a bed. Thinking he's protected by plants and a bit of a wall but no joey's just jumped into it like a springer well he is a springer like the springer he is and now they're sniffing each other the cat and the dog yeah the cat courts controversy and drama he's doing that victim thing he's like i'm all puffed up because i'm scared no he's not he loves it he he actually taunts the next the other next door neighbor's dog by um kind of walking across the lawn almost like two two claws up to this dog like just flicking the v's walking by like come and get me because he knows the dog is actually tethered on a really long lead so casper walks by exactly the (coughs) yanking point and then goes i'm scared i'm so scared of the doggy i'm come running in now through the cat flap meow meow i've had a i've had a thing with the neighbor's dog rubbish loves it absolutely loves it It's what they're built for, isn't it, animals? Getting their little adrenaline on. (sighs) Another weekend in the garden. It's nice, isn't it? Weather looks promising. It's what it's all about. Heard some um, outdoor mowing equipment going on the last few days, which is very exciting. You know, everyone's getting their electric and petrol-powered devices out to have a bit of a go at things which actually is going to be one of my jobs this weekend is mowing the blooming lawn why does it grow over the winter you'd think you'd be let off the hook a bit but no i have to do a bit of that which is mundane 
gardening as opposed to exciting gardening, like planting a new hedge. So finally managed to clear the front bed, which is about 20 foot long, I suppose, of the odd hydrangea and the weird plant that smells lovely and I don't know what it is yet. Anyway, she's been replaced by 10 pyracanthus plants. They're all very spiky, but they're quite little, so they're quite manageable. Got my leather gloves on, protective gear, full armwear so I don't get spiked, uh, which is useful. And I've measured them out. The instructions were a little confusing, but I'm going for 50 centimetres apart in order to make a hedge. Don't want a big hedge, just want a hedge, something to fill in the gaps. Anyway, I have out with me what I used to think was like a, a demure ladies gardening companion, which is a kneeling mat. I just need to get up to do the next one. Here you go, here's the kneeling mat. There we go. A trusty companion for any older lady in the garden. Because, you know, I'm kneeling on a driveway. You know, it's not particularly comfortable. And um, I don't want to get sore knees or dirty knees, actually. So now it's all coming into, coming into, oh, I can't speak today. It's all falling into place, is what I'm trying to say. Nicely. So hopefully the pyracanthus will do good. It grows, what did I say, about 40 centimetres a year? That's all right, isn't it? It's not to be sniffed at. I wish I could grow at 40 centimetres a year. I've always been quite short ever since I was born. Um, so yeah, let's just get that one in. Ooh. I kind of just whip some of them. Just little strands of pyracanthus. That's a bit prickly. But it's full sun. Let's put the last one in. There we go. That's a good job, that. It looks absolutely sparse, like nothing's happening. But in a few months, hopefully they'll begin to intermesh. Intertwine. You know what I mean. And uh, full sun. Happy days. Onwards. <laughs> <laughs>